0: The following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North. KSTP AM 1500.
1: The following is a presentation of financial crisis recovery.
2: Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money
3: management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial
2: strength, Todd Rooker.
4: Hey, hey, welcome everybody. How are you doing this morning? We are going to do, be doing a show this morning that I think is just a phenomenal follow-up for Jason and Mike. Uh, they were talking about property management. We're going to talk about uh, something that I think, again, dovetails very well. And that is, from my perspective, asset protection. And that is what happens when things go wrong. We're going to be talking about this. We are joined this morning by three extraordinary business owners. And sincerely, I mean that. Uh, often, you know, we're highlighting business owners just because I think just beating the statistics is a huge thing. Uh, when you understand that. Better than 90% of the businesses that start businesses are out of business in five years. And those that remain after five years, the vast majority of those will be gone in the next five years. So you have sitting in front of you right now uh, three business owners, or I have sitting in front of me, rather, so I'll just be your surrogate. Uh, and they have all survived that and thrived. And that, again, my point, no small thing. So if you ever wanted to find yourself a mentor... Any one of these folks would be fabulous people to try to nuzzle yourself up to and get to know because they really do have some great insight, strong work ethic, and I mean, I can't say enough good things about them. So with that, I've got, first of all, Gene Sullivan. Gene uh, owns a, a big company that gives advice to property uh, managers who are trying to figure out how to manage and run associations. No small thing. Gene and I did a show just recently, and that show was about the fact that so oftentimes these associations are mismanaged or underfunded, and we're going to be talking about that. Uh, he does his show on 1280, The Patriot. The name of the show is Where You Live. What time is that show on, Gene?
3: That's on at 10
4: a.m. 10 a.m. Is that this morning? On, on Saturday morning. Well, that's it's a good thing you're not yeah. conflicting with me. That's, that's all I got to say. <laughs> that's right. So, and, and it, so if you get a chance at 10 o'clock, you're going to roll your dial over to 1280 at 10 a.m. and listen to Gene's show. It is a fun Phenomenal show and comes with a depth of experience in managing property. And for those of you who are investment owners, property owners, this show is is for you as well, because if you want good contacts uh, to work with with your properties, I have these folks on here who are quite frankly some of the very best you're ever going to find. And one of the biggest problems that you have, not only as investment uh, real estate investment managers, but also as homeowners, is that so often you fail. Fail to recognize the true cost of ownership over time and or when things go wrong. And so a lot of people uh, are hoping that nothing will ever go wrong. And in property management, to assess the true cost of ownership, you have to know when things are going to fail and you have to have built-in money prepared and ready to be able to replace the roof, the driveway, the the deck, the windows, the siding. All of these things have a reasonable life cycle and at some point, 15 years, 20 years, 10 years, they're going to fail and you're going to have to replace them. So where's the money going to come from? The other thing is that you're going to have... Uh insurance on these properties and the insurance that you put on these properties is only good to the extent that it actually pays when something goes wrong too often you have people who are nickel and dime and everything they're cheap to such a dramatic degree that they don't know how to not be cheap and so they'll put things on an application that are blatant misrepresentations of what they have and then they're surprised that the insurance company doesn't want to pay the claim. So you got to have one uh, accurate information when you fill out uh, an application. And so if you're a property owner, don't try to save a few bucks, because when things go wrong, it will cost you tens of thousands if you don't fill it out properly. And second of all, you need to find a good insurance company to work for, and we have some great people. So if you need work done on the outside of your house, I have Steve Arell with SMA Exteriors. Steve, how long have you been in business? Uh, good
5: morning. Uh, 25 years. We started in 1994. 1994. Yeah. Smart made affordable since 1994, right? You got the tagline.
4: <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, and, and there you go. Somebody who's been in business for a long time, been very successful in business, has grown his business, owns his own location. And again, what a mentor. Then we also have Kim Nibo with State Farm Insurance. Kim, unlike most insurance agents who are simply trying to sell a lot of policies, has built a business. She owns multiple locations. Her husband owns a location, and she is an an insurance person extraordinaire. Many people working for her, and she represents what many of us, especially those who understand property and claims, believe is the best company, the gold standard to pay claims, and that is State Farm. So, Kim, welcome.
6: Thank you. All right. right.
4: All right. And so we're going to begin by by talking a little bit about insurance claims. but again, I'm going to reiterate a point. <clears throat> Most of the time, people hope that the insurance pays because they've almost never put the money away to deal with the things that invariably are going to go wrong. I mean look, your water heater is not going to last forever, you know your your floors are going to need to be redone your decking material unless it's treks or something and many people do have that but if not that's going to have to be replaced the driveway and all these major fixtures and where's that money going to come from well most of you hope that the storm chasers will come door to door and fix your roof because god forbid you would have to come up with the money to fix it in which case you're just going to have a dilapidated roof that sits on there for years and years and years until you have to sell the house right well
3: you know some some people uh the Misunderstanding that they have is that with, uh, insurance, with, uh, insurance and the, its purpose is that, uh, they take a look at, uh, something that has just been, uh, maintenance that has not been dealt with. It's been deferred. And, uh, they say, okay, it's time to be replaced. Now they want to open a, a, a claim for something that is just maintenance that they're responsible for. Uh, insurance isn't supposed to be the uh, guarantee of life for every, for everything. Uh, with a, a person they've got a responsibility if they're a homeowner
4: and it, having said that it is the first line of defense i've got a lot of clients i do a lot of financial consulting and a lot of clients come to me simply because they want to talk to me about asset protection well listen the first place i go is insurance because it's the first line of defense in asset protection and at the end of the day that's what insurance is it is asset protection and so you want to make sure that all of the gaps are covered that everything that you think is covered is, in fact, covered, and you want to deal with somebody who's really going to educate you. Kim, that's what you're extraordinary at.
6: Yep, so insurance is for the catastrophic, not the inconvenient. Okay? <laughs> well and said. Like Gene like was saying. So um, wear and tear, maintenance wear and tear, you need to keep your property up, whether you're in an HOA, right? Mm-hmm. Part of a condo association or whether you own a home. You have to keep up your property. And we, with Asset Production, take care of the catastrophic that can wipe a family out because they don't have enough in savings or that it will take all their savings. And that's where insurance come in.
4: And and Kim, it's such a great point. And why would someone want their insurance to cover something that is perceivably not catastrophic?
6: Well, a a lot of people out there today think we're like a service plus type policy where every little thing, you know, my dryer is not, you know, drying my clothes right now or... Um, I have a light bulb out. It gets as basic as that. You know, who's going to fix it? They call me and they say, well, yeah. is it, doesn't my insurance cover that? Uh, no, yeah. it does not.
4: Well, and let me, let me take it a step further and say this. It's because they expect that nothing will go wrong and they have all they can do just to make their house payment Correct. and they put no money aside for anything going wrong. And folks, that's just delusional because things are going to go wrong. It's like driving a car that's got 300,000 miles and you're shocked that the water pump goes out. I mean, give me a break, <laughs> yes. you know? I mean, (laughs) So, you know, insurance doesn't cover those things. What does specifically insurance cover, Kim?
6: Um, There's perils in a policy that it covers. It's the catastrophic stuff. It's the bulging, bursting, rupturing of pipes. It's the um, roof claim, wind, hail, you know, storm damage type things, tornadoes, fires, um, you know, catastrophic things that can wipe a person out or make them have to be put somewhere else to live for a while where their home is being repaired, Um, you know. Think, things like that, hail damage to uh, windows that Steve then replaces, or you know soffit siding, um, all, all these kinds of things is what really insurance covers.
4: And so those are what we call named perils. And mm-hmm. if you can dig up your policy and go to the declarations page, it's going to tell you. What's covered and what's not is that right?
6: There's a difference in policies between an H03 and an H05. Huge those difference in policies. Those name perils will be much less than an H03 than a five. Not so. to mention that you can add
4: things onto your policy if you talk to your agent rather than simply trying to get the cheapest policy online that you can get. Right?
6: That's correct. And there are some companies that don't even allow you to add those. They don't even they don't even
4: offer the amendments. No. no. And if you're a property owner, I mean, it's bad enough if it's a single family home. In fact, maybe worse because you don't anticipate anything. But if you're a property owner, you need to be very conscious of these things. If you're buying investment property to build your wealth, then you better be conscious of the things that can destroy your wealth. And that's why insurance and proper insurance specifically is so very important. Now, part of it, if I may
3: add, I think is uh, we're talking about human nature. People don't like to think about bad things happening to them. And so because of that that's what you're asking someone to do with insurance. We want to we want you to think ahead that bad things are going to happen to you and you need to take you need to take care of it. And so I think some people they just have uh, the uh, head in the sand. I, I, that's the I, way I, they go through I, life. I think you're so right.
6: Insurance is selling a promise, right? It's a piece of paper you buy and it's a promise to pay when bad things happen. Now, some companies don't hold up to their promises as well as others. And maybe their promise isn't as broad form as others, but it really is a promise to pay. That's what people are buying. They can't see it, touch it, feel it, but they're just hoping their insurance company is there when bad things happen.
4: So let me let me say this. I, I am not the expert on this, le- except to the degree that I do own over 20 properties myself. And for as long as I've been in business myself, and that's a while I have always thought of 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 uh, State Farm as being the gold standard in paying claims. Now, that's my perception. That's the second time I've said this on here. But let me let me do this. Steve, you deal with many, many different companies with SMA Exteriors because you're contracted to do this work by property managers, by association consultants like, like Gene, and, of course, by the insurance agent like Kim who's calling maybe to, to schedule things. So my question is with all the different companies, am I right about that or am I just blowing smoke about the gold standard thing on State Farm?
5: No smoke. Uh definitely. State Farm is one of the preferred companies we love to work with. Um the you know, the payment process, the whole claims process, everything is usually uh it's you know very fluid, it's and it's you know consistent. That's the biggest thing. Um how they adjust <laughs> things and see things. Um just consistency. So we we definitely like working with State Farm.
4: Very good. Very good. So with that, let's just kinda dive right into what happens when somebody actually makes a claim so let's say that i'm the consumer i've had something go wrong and i needed to be fixed now some of those times i may be in no big hurry because the basic structure of the house my ability to live in it isn't changed but there's other times where the world changes and the furnace doesn't work because there's been a fire uh, I can't live in the house and it's winter time and oh my god oh my god what am I what am I going to do I'm calling my insurance agent from my car with the heater running and the whole family loaded in the car what are we going to do so what happens when a call like that comes in
6: Kim and their furnace is out. Yeah. Well, do they have family? Yeah, that's why they're in the car because the car <laughs> has, a, f- has a heater. <laughs> faulty furnace may not be an insurance claim per se. Oh, I don't mean the. I mean the house has been has been damaged. Oh, the to that house has degree. been damaged. Oh, call me. Call me, and we'll put you in a place. We pay for you to live somewhere else, so we can make those repairs if it's a valid claim.
4: Are you able? Are you able to make that decision and tell tell me while I'm in my car that I I have a place to go and I can count on you for that?
6: Usually, we get claims on the phone conference claims in and we talk about it, explain the situation. If it's uninhabitable, there's somebody out immediately so that we can get those people placed.
4: Very good. I mean, I'm saying this because where did that come from? What I just said, there was a a couple with a fire about three years ago in my neighborhood and the roof was on fire. And of course, everybody in the neighborhood can see the smoke. I saw the smoke, got in my car and drove down there. Mm -hmm. And I see the family in their, in their bed clothing, Huddled in the car, mm-hmm. two, two houses down the street, watching their house burn. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what my thought was. Oh my God, these poor people, it's, it's still, it's still very, very early, like, you know, five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And what are they going to do? So that's exactly what, and see, that's, Gene, to your point, nobody thinks that's going to happen. That's them. right. Nobody ever thinks it's going to, and, and, and it's like everything else. Nothing goes wrong until it does. Oh that's right and and then and then
3: when it does that's when they're they're not prepared.
6: And uh, when you live in a condo it could be your neighbor that set their kitchen on fire because they forgot to take the grease off the stove and now not only did the neighbor set their place on fire but now you got smoke mm-hmm. damage into your place and now you didn't do anything wrong but here you are sitting there with an uninhabitable property. Yeah
3: and that's where and that's where uh, people uh, uh when especially when it comes to a Townhome Home Association, uh, an HOA. Uh, you have uh, people who uh, take a look at uh, insurance. They want to take a look at it, uh, that, to your point, the, that example. Someone has uh, a uh, pot on a stove that's not watched, starts a fire, and the fire does some damage to their kitchen, and then a little bit to the house next door. They say, well, it's got to be that person's uh, insurance that's going to pay for everything. And they don't realize insurance has nothing to uh, to do with who's at fault. Right. Uh, it, it is about what policy is the primary one to, to look at. Uh, I, I guess the best example I tell people to remember is, uh, when if I loan you my car and, um, and you, uh, get into, uh, uh an accident, it's not your insurance. Your insurance that's going to pay for my car, the insurance that I have is for my car, that's the one that uh, is going to pick it up. Same thing with... Living in a homeowner association. Well, as the well.
4: problem always with multi-unit properties is that, is that when there's major damages, they almost never confined to one space. It's, it's gonna affect the whole building. And then maybe even people have to move out because work has to be done. Even if it didn't affect mm-hmm. their unit, it might cause that to happen. And,
3: and now you get multiple policies that are uh, involved. You have, you have the, a master policy for the association. You have an HO6 policy for, uh, for, uh, uh for uh, the uh, gap uh for uh, the uh gap that's not covered with uh, the master policy for personal property uh if you had we had one time a car uh, someone drove their car in to their dry uh their garage the car started on fire so now you've got a car insurance an HO6 and a master policy all uh, all in place, and all are going to be paying at uh, at uh, uh, and have different responsibilities
4: there. Well, so so the the next thing that I think is so important and 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 the evolution and direction I want to go here is that when this happens and someone has these losses, okay, now the work has to be done. Well, you know everybody's got a brother, sister, cousin who's in the construction business, and the and the insurance agent you know, has been in business often for many, many years and has experience and also has the experience of other practitioners in insurance around them who knows who does good work and who doesn't do good work. And yet the homeowner wants to hire their, you know, whoever, Uncle,
3: Uncle Eddie, whoever, yeah, the and work. they have yeah. no
4: experience to say that. They don't know if this person specializes in this or knows what they're doing, and it just goes sideways. Yeah. Because remember, the insurance company cannot tell you who you want to have do the work. But I'm telling you that when you talk to an insurance agent who's handling claims, oftentimes daily, they figure out very quickly who stands by their word, does the work that they're supposed to do, and when things go wrong, comes back to fix it after the fact. Yeah. It's kind of a big, big deal, isn't it, Kim? Huge deal. <laughs> I, I, for me, it's like
3: just because you uh, can cook a meal does not mean you know how to run a restaurant. And uh, just because uh, you have uh, someone who knows how to swing a hammer doesn't mean that they understand the intricacies uh, in a uh, insurance
4: claim. Well, that's an important point because the intricacies of handling a claim and managing the workflow as a result is no small thing. Steve, that's something you do on a daily
5: basis, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all about experience really matters in my industry, um, and it's about building relationships over a long time. Uh, and, you know, so you can prove yourself and, and build that trust, especially when it comes to associations, you know, as Gene manages and, and Kim's clients. Um, You know, they make referrals and um, they need to have trusted vendors that follow through with what they say. Well, I I
4: know that uh, that because I know you, Steve, I know you handle multimillion dollar claims with huge multi-unit properties that have 150, 250 units in them. And you're fixing associations where they've got 10 properties all lined up side by side. And so managing a property of that scale is obviously no small thing. But at the end of the day, whether it's a home or whether it's a big property, Project like this, it's basically all the same in terms of
5: steps and getting things done right the first time, isn't it? As far as the claim, it's very similar. Uh, it's just uh, a thicker claim estimate. Uh, but we do big claims, we do small claims. So I mean, we really we work with single families, multi-family. Uh, we have two divisions that service both of those. Um, but as far as the claim process pretty similar. Well, where where are, with that said, from your perspective, because
4: you're in it and you know where things, where do things typically go wrong? I mean, where do you think, you know, when somebody is not happy with the way that things worked out, you know, they had a claim and the work is now done and they're less than enthralled with the result. Where does
5: it go wrong most often? Um, You know, the biggest challenges I've seen over the last, um, I'd say, you know, the last year is higher deductibles. And uh, non-replacement cost policies, ah. and, and the customer not understanding the non-replacement cost, which, Kim, you could probably um, explain better, but not understanding that until we're getting ready to do the work, and they realize... We have to come out of pocket for this money.
4: See, this is this is this is exactly the points. One, Gene, they don't think anything's going to go wrong. Right. Two, they're cheap, trying to get the policy with it for as little as they possibly can, and as a result, just like I said at the top of the show, something goes wrong, and then what, Kim?
6: Oh, then they call me. <laughs> <laughs> and you definitely <laughs> because customer, yeah, I mean, because Kim the, the difference
4: between deal. that between that replacement cost
6: and so, a lot of policies are match and patch. Um, they The policy states for a lot what of companies... What is match and patch? So I know what it can, is, but... They have damage and only a little section on one side of their house for siding. And all they really rightfully have to do is replace those few boards or replace a little teeny square on the roof. If you drive around, <laughs> you look at people's roofs, and you'll see these little squares of that don't match. That's a match or patch policy. And then there's capping. There's a lot of companies out there today that cap. What's that? That's They cap a roof policy at... Max fifteen grand ten grand and if it's over that you're writing a check the other thing they do is if the roof is x amount of years old there's no coverage after the roof gets to that age Steve can probably validate some of that but um we've got you get a lot of unhappy customers well, I, I got I
4: gotta laugh at this because there's there's a house in my neighborhood specifically and I mean I mean th- this is an eight nine hundred thousand dollar house and you look at this house and there's this square about. I don't know what it is, five, five feet by five feet, and and it doesn't match. It looks like a different set of shingles up there. It looks absurd on this house. And all that tells me is you got somebody who apparently can afford a pretty nice house, but they're so cheap they bought a crappy policy, and they're not willing to make up the difference themselves.
6: That's correct. Wow. Wow. That's
3: right. The, the, the nice thing about uh, homeowner associations is you've got uh, – State statute that comes in and there are certain requirements that, uh, that need to, to be taken care of with a policy. And one is that it's, it's got to be for, uh, they have to have it insured for uh, at least 80, up to 80% of the, uh, the value of the property. And they have to have, uh, insurance that takes care of complete, uh, of, uh, a complete, um, um, uh, repair
4: right You know, I think it's so useful because to have you two, Gene, you know, somebody who is, who is a paid consultant to homeowner associations, managing hundreds and thousands of homeowners associations, giving them advice about these very things that they were oftentimes homeowners. And now they're simply, you know, elected to be the president of an association, but they have no experience with this. (laughs) And Kim's laughing. And now they're making big decisions, not just for their, for their living quarters, but for Two hundred other people who live there, and they think they know how to make decisions, but they've never had any of this experience.
3: Oh no! You, you uh, one of the things that I see with uh, homeowner uh, associations with boards is that uh, they begin to take a look at that master policy as if it is uh, theirs, and they will tell, and uh, they get uh, upset because someone has an incident, and they'll say, "Well, that shouldn't be." The master policy and you tell them, well, no, the master policy is primary. They're the matriarch. That's, that, association. that's the first policy. Everything's got to, uh, it, it, things have got to open up there and they don't want to take a look at that. And, uh, they will, I think a lot of times do a lot of great disservice and there's a lot of people that are real upset. <laughs>
4: And everybody's cheap. Nobody wants to pay for it, but by God, it better pay when I need it, right? So we're talking uh, today with Kim Nibel from State Farm Insurance. We're talking with Steve O'Rell from SMA Exteriors and Gene Sullivan from New Concepts Concepts Management Management that – provides advice, counsel, at a fee to homeowner associations so they don't make these colossal mistakes. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back, and we will be talking more about how these claims are handled and talk to Steve about, again, where some of the work goes wrong uh, and some of the things you want to look for in terms of a good company to do your work. We'll be right back.
2: Saturday mornings at 8, you'll have a chance to hear valuable advice from one of the top financial instructors in the state. Cover Your Assets is the show hosted by Todd Rooker. Every week, Todd shares his vast financial knowledge and extensive insights on how you can make small changes today that will lead to a better tomorrow. Todd has helped thousands of Minnesotans get to a better place financially. Listen to Todd Rooker as he hosts Cover Your Assets, Saturday mornings at 8 on Score North at 1500. Great Waters Financial
0: specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial. Focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com.
6: at kimnaibo.com. Finding
4: a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 92 You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. Beautiful Saturday morning. Couldn't be nicer outside today, right? <laughs> and the Vikings are gonna be playing at 3:30, so drop everything. And if you're not a Vikings fan, God forbid you're a Packers fan. I got nothing to say to that. All right, we're back. Uh, let's let's talk about, this is something that I wanted to touch on and I felt was very important. And it really it, it alludes to the notion that, look, I'm not trying to beat people up about trying to get a good deal on their insurance. I understand it. But, Doing that to the extent that you wind up shooting yourself in the foot by buying something that's inexpensive but doesn't do what you're expecting it to do, that's a very different story. So specifically, Kim, will you explain the difference between an H05 and an H06, one being less expensive and the other being more, and what those differences are?
6: So an H06 policy is a condo unit owner's policy, basically. So if you if you live in an association, whether you're in a townhome that has an association or a condo, Building that has an association attached to it, that's what you buy is an HO6 policy. Not a renter's policy, an HO6 policy. There is a difference. And with that, you have to be sure that you know what your master policy's deductible is because there's some items on an HO6 policy that we need to put on there to match that um, master policy so there is no gaps in coverage. And we also need to talk about personal property. Basically, what I tell my clients is, if when we tip your condo upside down, everything that falls out becomes your personal property. That's a good analogy, and it's a good way for them to get their head around it. Um, Also, we're buying or replacing things at today's costs, not 10 years ago. So when people say, yeah, I only got $20,000 worth of of personal property. No, they don't. It'll cost them double, triple that to replace it in today's market. They don't think about the dish towels, the silverware, you know all the other supplies and things that people have in a home. So anyway, and then we want to be sure that we cover the gaps for the master mm-hmm. policy, which Gene can probably lend to um, better.
3: Yes, to you, have, to you have uh, you have you uh, have betterments and improvements uh, when the. Uh, homeowner associations putting a master policy uh they've got someone looking at the outside the building being able to take a look at what that replacement cost is they don't know that someone upgraded with a uh, wood floor uh in uh in uh, the bedrooms they didn't know that someone uh, didn't uh they have a... So let,
4: uh, let's be specific, Gene. Alright, so so typically, the the landowner's policy is going to cover the outside structure, it's going to cover the interior, but then what it covers in the interior is what you're talking about. Because too often, those who are leasing or renting have the impression that everything that they put in is covered as well, when in fact if it's beyond what was there previously, it won't be covered. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah.
3: Yes, hey, we're, we're talking about another policy that's going to be in place. You've got the math. Mass- policy that's going to is going to uh, take care of uh, the building. They're going depending to take. on what the
6: bylaws say. Mm-hmm, that's right. Uh, you, you're right. Uh, you have By something bylaws are way different. Every every building bylaws are different.
3: And and it's it, good for people to, to understand that orders. that uh, again Minnesota state statute uh, says that uh, a uh, insurance company must uh, must that to the governing documents of Correct. the association you can have what's called an all-in policy for example yes uh versus bare walls uh and uh, you know bare walls is where uh the master policy will take care of everything up to the sheetrock but if you had paint on there no they're not going to cover the paint if you had <laughs> wallpaper no it's just all and cabinets bare walls yes and then Everything else has to
4: be covered with the H-O-6.
6: Oh,
3: so, yeah. so you need to know what kind of policy you have.
4: Uh, and, and you know, it's it seems so odd. You, you would say, well, you know, if you're renting, you're not going to do any improvements to the space you live in. Well, that's not true at all. There's people who expect to be there for a decade and more, and they they fix it up as though it's their own, thinking it's in, insured. Yeah. And maybe they have a renter's policy, which is covering their contents. But as Kim said, it doesn't dovetail with the policy because nobody let the association and know that I've upgraded yeah. 98 additional coverage, or their insurance agent who's handling yeah. their renter's now, policy. Here, here's a
3: couple uh, other things, a little nuances people don't understand.
4: We uh, managed uh,
3: years ago uh, a twenty-one unit condominium association, uh, very small, but you had you had uh, you had a majority of the people that were snowbirds, and they left. And they didn't understand. And we told them, you know what? You may need to check with your insurance to get a different kind of policy because that uh, in homeowners policy that you have is predicated on the fact that you're home taking care and watching the place. But if you're gone for more than 30 days, uh, an insurance company may not be, may not have to pay out on the
6: claim. Is that correct? That's correct. So you want a seasonal. Policy, or if you're not there a lot, you may have to put a vacancy endorsement on. Because if you don't have something like that on it, and you get bulging, bursting pipes, or something like that happens, you're going to have no coverage. Yeah, or, or the same thing with a, a
3: landlord who uh, mm-hmm. has owns a uh, unit in a uh, homeowners association. Yeah. Uh, we tell them you still have personal property. No, it's the the renter. Well, no, no you, don't you own this uh, the refrigerator? Don't you own the stove, the water heater? Don't you still have uh, personal property that's there that you still have to have covered. And so they need something uh, they need different a, well. Yep. Well, They it,
6: need a landlord rental yeah. condo unit. It, owners I, I gotta,
4: I, and I got to bring this up because I think it's it's so good. And it is the fact that there's so many instances where, where a carrier can deny coverage because of something as simple as unoccupied property that you just brought up, Gene. And here's the thing, folks, and I want this to resonate with you. The better priced insurance policies, which are shockingly less expensive than everybody else, are the ones that are most likely to be aggressively trying to figure out how they can avoid paying that claim. Make no mistake, when you have a claim, an insurance company is looking at you, your application, the circumstances, aggressively to determine if they can deny that claim. And if you're paying bottom buck price for a policy, (laughs) that's what, how do you think they're able to do it? Get what you pay for. That's it, man.
3: Well, I I had uh, was just with a client just this last week, um, uh, board of directors, and uh, they had a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar insurance claim, and they are and they were concerned that the, they uh, ended up the following year had insurance that they had to pay that was twenty thousand dollars more than the previous year for the master policy, and I said, what. What are you thinking? Uh you were paying $30,000. You got 750. You know, um just doing the the math here, there's not many companies that can stay uh you know uh in business uh with that kind of math.
4: Uh, I, I got to tell you, most recently, I talked to the guys, these folks coming in. We just had another client who had to hire an attorney that I recommended to sue their insurance company because their insurance company won't pay the claim. I, I'm telling you, it's a lot m- more typical than you think, and it's why you want to work with people who are good and insurance carriers who have great reputations. And look, it can happen with any insurance company because it can, in fact, be your fault. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, um, you're looking for solid players in, in the in the world that you're working because otherwise your home gets demolished you still owe the money and it doesn't get fixed and it never is gonna get fixed so we're gonna take another break but when we come back i want to talk about the difference between policies when you talked about you know the patched roof and the things that are replaced as is with depreciation versus those that are replaced with new and making everything look as it should difference in cost and how many people are lured into being in that bad situation we'll be right back However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arless Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arless Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also Find Arles Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763 786 0639. That contact information again, accounting offices.net or by simply calling 763
2: online to SMA the number two daycom you're listening to cover your assets with Todd Rooker
4: hey hey welcome back everybody so we left talking about the difference between policies with with uh, large units condominium condominium owners policies but I want to talk about the difference in policies in homeowner policies, and we, you know, we talked a little bit about the the roofs being patched up and looking ridiculous, and and work that's that's been done that way. What's the difference between those policies, Kim, for homeowners?
6: So, if, you, if let's talk about an uninhabitable property, like we talked about before. So, somebody can't live in their property. There's a big difference between loss of use and coverages. So, somebody puts so the
4: Loss it's of use is money that they pay so you can live somewhere else where something Yep, and done. say
6: you've got some dogs and several kids and it's hard to find a place for you to live and the renter rental um, premium is going to cost you a fortune, maybe 5000 a month, $3,000 a month. To go elsewhere. To go elsewhere. And the insurance company pays, but a lot of companies cap it. And um, if you don't pick the right contractor and they don't get your home redone in a certain period of time, you're going to be making a payment not only on your mortgage for the home that was damaged, but also for the rental unit. And it can... It can financially devastate a family when they're making two humongous payments and waiting for a con- poor oh, contractor oh, to get no, their work oh, done. Oh, no,
4: Kim. If, if, my, if my house, if I can't live in it, the mortgage company won't make me make payments, will they?
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ruin your credit, right, Todd? Yeah. We talk about yeah,
4: credit. I, I'm saying this, but people really have yeah. never even thought about this. No. They really think that if I can't live in my house then I'm not going to have to make mortgage payments. <laughs> oh, yes, you will. <laughs> oh, yes, you
6: will. And it will ruin your credit, Todd, right?
4: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Cover your assets. Absolutely.
6: And it can wipe you out financially. If you've got to pay an extra 5000 a month on top of your mortgage payment to live in a house because you've got kids and dogs and everything else for another 10 months while your contractor who's shoddy at best doesn't get the work done? That's how, another 50 grand. And
4: how often the homeowner picks the contractor and that goes wrong and then they call you up as the insurance agent and say, can you fix it? And you laugh.
6: Yeah, can you fix it? I picked the wrong one. Can Will you warranty his work? What do I do? Who do I call now? Who can fix the problem, your right? Problem. Right, Steve? Sorry,
5: Eight seven seven SMA today.
4: <laughs> so
5: and, and and you know that's perfect, Steve. So
4: because this happens and it does happen, oh, terrible. How do you deal with homeowners, Steve, when you're trying to you're doing the work, you're trying to appease them? It's not your fault. You're not being paid enough money to do
5: the work they want done. How do you handle that? Well, we came into many situations like that, um, but just be clear um, about your timelines and set realistic expectations and uh, follow through and do what you say. Well,
4: Communicate. you know, Communicate. you know, here's the thing. Here's my experience in life. Simple concepts apparently aren't very easy Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you explain that so easily as though everybody does it and they don't and they don't. Yeah. For a lot of people, uh,
3: you think we're all listening to uh, the English language, but words have meanings and and you and you need to be careful i i went through this with our staff because we throw out a lot of terms and you'll hear this from adjusters and others too you know the homeowner wants to uh, things to uh to be taken care of right away so uh they say to the property manager um uh, when is the adjuster going to be out? They're going to be, uh, they're going to be out right away. Well, what is right away? Well, that means I place a call and it can be 24, 48 hours and the adjuster is now going, who is assigned, is now going to call and say, yeah, I can be there next week. That's not right away. Right. And then they talk to the adjuster and the adjuster says, oh yeah, I'm getting on this, uh, ASAP. What does that mean? It means I've got, uh, I'm, uh, coming in from another state cause we've had a lot of, a lot of claims. Uh, my company called me over here. And so once I get all, uh, these 12 or 15 properties, uh, done, I'll go back to my uh, to my office, I'll type it up, and then I'll mail it in. I, I, there's some, it's still, they said, and they I, d- mail it
4: to uh, headquarters, and they're going to write it up. So so they've got preconceived notions, and what you're saying, they're picking things out of the air, out of context, to reinforce what they already think, and they haven't really listened to anything that they, you've said.
3: No, and so, yes, you you have you have to be careful.
4: Different people, people hear different things. Yeah, people don't understand that when, uh, when
3: there is an insurance claim, and, and they're in a world of heard it we're we're talking you got to be uh as a property manager the first thing you've got to do is you've got to be realistic with time and if anything i would rather err on the side of being a little bit longer and have that look up front and then when things happen a little bit quicker they go
4: Oh, that was under promise over deliver. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, but I'll bring it back to the simple stuff. You know, there's, you know, I know Steve, I know his company, I know how they operate. And there's a simple thing in contracting. One of the most important things you can possibly do is to keep the job site clean and neat. So nobody complains. That's simple, isn't it? How simple could that be? Right. (laughs) And nobody does it. I I watch where contractors are working and they're throwing crap off the roof. They take lunch and there's up bags and crap all over the yard and the wind is blowing them into the neighbor's yard. Steve, it's one thing that I love about your company is everything is always clean and neat and by God, everybody uh, pertains to that. And that's the most important thing. And it's so simple,
5: right? Well, perception's reality. That's my my belief. And, uh, and, and one of the things, especially when you're talking about multifamily condominiums associations, mm-hmm. is that the homeowners usually pay attention to the smallest things. They're not necessarily analyzing how straight the shingles are on the roof, they're paying attention to the debris blowing in their yard right. or the nails in their driveway giving them a flat tire. Those are the headaches that we need to deal with. They're just as important as making sure that those shingles are done and installed correctly. Because whatever is important to the homeowner is import- is the most important thing. And that's where the experience matters. We've done many, many jobs and so we, we already know the things we need to pay attention to up front before we start the job uh, to create it so Gene doesn't have uh, any more headaches. <sighs>
4: Steve, would we'll do if if, if you need work done. Uh, Steve's j- business is not just insurance in fact it's predominantly retail business not insurance Steve would you do me a favor and give everybody your
5: contact information should they need work done on their home well we do uh, we've talked about insurance work yes uh, but we also do uh, windows and siding on a retail basis so everything on the exterior everything home. on the exterior we do uh, 25 years uh, we can be found on our website which is SMA2daycom that's SMA the number two daY uh, or you can call. Call us. Uh, we're local seven six three three one five eight nine zero zero. And and Kim, if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking maybe I need to,
4: maybe I need to shop my insurance a little bit, or maybe I need to get educated, they can call you and get that done. How would they get in contact with you?
6: Absolutely, we have two convenient locations, and it's six one two. 767 or 763 571 6111 or kim at kimnibo.com. And we'd Excellent. love to help you and educate you about your insurance. And yeah, Gene, same thing.
3: Yeah, with uh, new concepts, uh, our, our number's 952 922. 2,500, or you can go to uh, newconceptsgroup.com.
4: If you are are in an association, if you're not happy with the management and you want to recommend someone who can walk in the door and tell them how to do it properly, or maybe you've been trying to convince your association to do something and not not gone well gene is the guy who can come in and provide education and information and most importantly experiences to how and why things should be done properly we're going to take another break and we'll be right back with kim Naibo from state farm steve arrell from sma exteriors and gene sullivan with new concepts Mm -hmm. management we'll be right back
1: I'm not the only
4: You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We don't have much time here. Uh, I I could cover this topic for another eight hours, and it wouldn't be enough. Nothing goes wrong until it does. This point that I've made about insurance being cheap to a fault, if the person who's managing your homeowners association, because you live in a multi-unit community, and hey, they're great at negotiating deals, but they are cheap to a fault, and they wind up buying inexpensive stuff or looking to save money, and in fact, shoot you in the foot at the same time. You have to be conscious of what is covered and what is not you have to be conscious of who's doing the work and are they building enough profit margin in that they can afford to come back and fix things when they inevitably will go wrong right and then having somebody like gene who can give you advice and tell you when things go wrong here's how you handle it and most importantly here's how to avoid those things in the first place i wish we had more time guys kim thank you so much for being here Thanks
6: for having me. And if you want to roll out your contact information, quick, do it. Kim at KimNibo.com, 763-571-6111. Steve Arell.
5: SMA2Day.com. If
4: you've
6: work done,
5: that's where you go. And Gene. NewConceptsGroup.com.
4: Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great weekend, and be conscious of what's covered and what's not. We'll be right. We'll be back next weekend. (laughs)
0: This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North. KSTP AM 1500.